points in the earth system. Welcome to the Tippis Podcast. Tipping points are rightly a concern in climate science. The abrupt transitions, which can lead us to a very different climate, are intensively studied in the hope we can avoid such severe consequences in the future. With me here, I have Professor Peter Ashwin from University of Exeter in the UK, an expert in so-called non-autonomous systems, which the climate system is. You've studied the theory of tipping points or bifurcations that have been known in climate theory for decades. And in 2012, you and colleagues documented a new kind of tipping named rate-dependent tipping. I want you to explain what this phenomenon is, but also maybe start out with the two other forms of tipping in a physical system that I know. The first one is bifurcation, just called B-tipping. What kind of phenomenon is that? That is when you have a system that was in a stable state and the stable state disappears for some reason. Usually we hear an example like a chair, like if you tip a chair when it's standing, it'll, it'll reach a point where it starts tipping over into a, you might say, another stable state of lying down. Yeah, so that idea is relevant, but that involves a big force. When we're talking about tipping points, usually we're considering a situation where only a very small perturbation will give a big change. So, for example, if your chair is sitting on an incline and you change the incline, you make it steeper, at some point a very small change in that incline causes the chair to topple over and go into another state. However, it's not necessary that you have that sort of incline increasing all the time. That would be a bifurcation-induced tipping. If you were to keep it on an incline, but still on a stable, and then just wobble the chair a little bit, it could fall. That would be a noise-induced tipping, where you are close to a boundary where it's no longer stable, and it falls because of the noise takes you over there. Or you might have lorries going by outside so that the floor, even though tilted, would still be like wobbling or whatever. Yes, so in the the context of the climate system, that could be the weather going past, actually. The weather or changes in the the ocean flows could be the noise that would take you over that noise-induced tipping point if there is one there. Maybe we should have other examples also. I mean, I know you know of a game one can play with, like wooden sticks, where you build kind of a tower or something, isn't that right? Yeah, there's a game called Jenga, where you build the tower out of wooden blocks and then take it in turns to remove the blocks from the tower. And at some point, the last person, the person who loses the game, is the one who pulls out the last block and it collapses. And no matter how slowly or carefully they remove that last block, the tower has got to fall because there's no possibility of it being stable anymore. Uh, and that's like a, a bifurcation-induced tipping. Mm-hmm. Is, is, you, you can, and the way of a physicist or a mathematician or whatever would describe it is that it's a transition to another stable uh, configuration in the system. And that's what you call when it's fallen apart. I mean, Yes, in that case, the other stable configuration was always there, the blocks just lying on the ground. It's just that we've done something that removed the state it was in. 
Similarly, if a lorry went past close to such an unstable state, um, it could just fall over because of the noise from the lorry. Uh, and that would be an example of a noise-induced transition. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about how that would look in the climate system, because that's maybe, I mean, now we've got a, a concept of what kind of transitions between different stable Uh, configurations of the same systems, as you would say, uh, what what's really going on in that. But maybe we can have some examples from the climate system of these kind of tipping. Well, a particular system in in the climate system that is studied extensively is the Atlantic Meridional Overturning Circulation, popularly known as the Gulf Stream. It is known from simulations and from paleoclimate records that Um, there were times when there was a warm stream taking a lot of energy to the the North Atlantic, and there are times when it was absent, and no one is really sure what caused it to turn on and turn off. But it does seem to be um, a, a system that can be in two states in a stable way, and that and that would actually turn the system of ocean currents that uh, that bring. Uh, heat to the northern hemisphere from the from the tropics, actually have them like kind of turn around and go south again instead. Um, well, they wouldn't go south, but there would not be the amount of heat transport that there currently is. Rather, you'd have a more static North Atlantic, and consequently a much colder Western Europe in the winters. And and Arctic also region, I would guess. Also, yes. Would that be a bifurcation? You would say. Well, it could be either. I think the jury's out on that. Uh, in that potentially further warming could destabilize the warm streaming and we don't get it anymore, or it could be that perturbations, turbulence in the ocean flow over long periods of time might cause it to tip. In reality, um, most abrupt changes are probably not due to just one of these processes, but a mixture. So that would cover like B-tipping and also N-tipping, noise-induced uh, tipping. And then you in 2012, along with colleagues, as I mentioned earlier, uh, Peter Ashwin, uh, realized that there might be a third category of tipping in the climate system. You called it R-tipping, um, rate-induced tipping. What is that then compared to these others? So for the bifurcation and noise-induced tipping, you stay near a stable state and maybe a perturbation drives you away from it, you fall into the domain of an attraction of a new state, or the state disappears. In rate-induced tipping, neither of those happen, because um, if you change a system fast enough, it can't keep up, the stable state cannot keep up. You can end up having an abrupt transition, even if there's no noise in the system, and even if the original state remains stable. Mm-hmm. And the rate, the word rate here, that's that's really the the rate, the speed, really that that these uh, systems are moving in. Absolutely, it's the rate at which you are changing things that affect the system. The rate at which you change the forcing to the system. Okay, so if I got the chair on the tilted floor now, and uh, and it's still stable, it's still standing up. How what how can we understand can we understand rate induced tipping in that in that context? Okay, if you put the chair in the back of a lorry and you accelerate off down the road, if you accelerate fast enough, um, you will actually cause the the chair to fall down. 
if you drive off slowly and carefully down the road, the chair will stand there in the back of the lorry because the acceleration is not big enough to knock it down. There'll be some critical rate of acceleration, however, where you'll knock it down through the, um, the extra force on it. How would that look in in the climate system? I mean, if we're looking out for whether we might, from current uh, global warming, be hitting on a tipping point somehow or or pass a threshold or so, how would that look in terms of rate-induced tipping? Okay, I've got got an example. um, If you consider temperate forests, suppose heating because of carbon dioxide emissions causes the climate zones to move by a few thousand kilometers. If that is slow enough, the trees and the ecosystem can keep up with it. If it's fast enough, the trees can't propagate fast enough and you risk losing large swathes of forest or at least destroying important parts of the ecosystem. Some some might just wonder why. I mean, just because something works in a mathematical model, can we really be sure it exists in the climate system? Well, the proof of the pudding is in the eating. A lot of climate models are successfully predicting the events that we've seen in the last decades. Other models in ecosystems have demonstrated that we can get things like rate-induced effects in the response of ecosystems to changes. So I think it's highly likely that all three types of tipping may be useful in understanding the climate and how we may interact with it in the future. Tips. The TIPIS project has received funding from the European Union's Horizon 2020 Research and Innovation Programme under grant agreement number... 820970.